We're doing it. Doing it. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, are we just jumping right in? I think so. Awesome. Well, welcome to Monday Morning Bitch Fest. I'm Alexa. And this is Elizabeth, and we're here to bitch. Hell yes, we are. Yes. Um, so you, we're going to do some getting to know the bitches questions because of our super fantastic pilot episode where we just kind of, you know, work 100% unscripted 100% of the time. We thought we, we would try some get, very basic bitch getting to know you questions. Yeah. Um, unscripted's fun, but it's also like very easy to go off the rails and we wanted to make sure <laughs> folks knew who we were a little bit more. Yeah, something you and I don't have any problem with going off the rails. Truth. Um, so Alexis, first question, ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Who's your ultimate celebrity crush? Okay, so I've been thinking about this, you know, full disclosure. There was a little bit of time to prep. Um, I can't pick one. I've got I'd say at least three. Okay. So hopefully that that's all right. Uh that's just- fair. Three three seems like a good number. Yeah. Okay, great. So ready. They are in no particular order. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, because hi, <laughs> yes, Killmonger. Um, Chrissy Teigen, because I, she's just a gem and I feel like a total babe and hilarious full package. And then uh, Aubrey Plaza, because she is a stone cold weirdo and I'm here for it. <laughs> Those all, those are three amazing people. I like the stone cold weirdo. The what did you say about Christy Teigen? Um, that she's like equal parts babe and hilarious. Like she, she's just like the most honest, like out loud person, and I I love her for it. She's hysterical on Twitter. Yes, she roasts her husband every day. Did you see they had a they had their baby? She had the baby. Okay, I know. Tangential. So cute. I, important though. I mean, if you're not following her on Twitter and Instagram, what are you even doing with your life? Why do you even have social media? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe you should re-examine those priorities of yours. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, cool. Well, Elizabeth, do you want to tell me about your celebrity crushes or do you want me to move oh, on? Oh, yeah. Question. No, I think we actually share mine. Mine are, yeah. are very, very basic. Um, I've had a crush on George Clooney since I was about 12 years old and used to to watch the TV show ER. Yes. Um, Okay. But like that, that just like full disclosure that dates you like a little bit. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I love it though. I'm only, I'm 34. Okay. I'm four years older than you, right? You're 30. Yes. True. Okay. So what? I'm 34. I watched ER as a kid <laughs> because I love medical dramas. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy for 14 years. Full disclo- disclosure. Seen every episode. Medical dramas are my jam. George Clooney was perfect. And just, you know, melt, makes your heart melt. Way cuter than any 12-year-old boy I ever saw when I was 12 years old. So I That's don't think it's true. that weird. Yeah. And I love every, every phase of his life. Except for if you see early videos of George Clooney when he has long hair and he's kind of a stoner, he's not quite as attractive to me. I like the like well-groomed, suave George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Debonair, debonair George Clooney. Mm-hmm. I say though, I've never seen stoner George Clooney. Maybe I'm missing out on something. You should Google it. It's a thing. Can I tell you two things? One, 
I'm, I'm not I'm not even asking I'm, I'm gonna tell you two things KLXS hey, um my friend Gina met him once and she said he smells as good as he looks and she, <laughs> <laughs> you because you needed to know that and two does that mean, does that mean he smelled edible though <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I was in Michigan once with the family used to nanny for on vacation and I missed him he came in he he came in to the same little grocery store that's like everyone goes to to pick up, you know, beer or like chips on your way to the beach. And what? I was sitting in the car and the lady I nannied for, my good friend, was in the store and she turned around and who was in line behind her, George Clooney. What the hell? What are the odds of that even happening? I know. And I was like, how did I miss him? And like, then he had, he had like got something and left the store and I had heard a sports car like pulled out, but I missed it. I was like, I missed George Clooney by like a minute. George Clooney hanging out in small towns in Michigan. All right. Well, that's I know. pretty neat. Yeah. A um, man of the people. <laughs> right? A man of the people. I know. And did you see um, him and his wife yesterday at the Royal Wedding? Um, Amal Clooney should definitely be on our list of celebrity crushes, but for, for reasons sure. like not a typical celebrity, she's, she's a badass bitch. And that, yes, that yellow on her yesterday to die. Like, so good. I know. It's so good. And also I was trying to figure out how tall she is. Because she's tall. She's, she's like an Amazon woman. Like she's like, oh man. And she's like, oh, uh, she's like a human rights attorney like i can't the coolest uh, between the two of them he got lucky like oh for sure she's like a little bit better like a lot i wonder how they met and how i could make that happen i don't want to be a homewrecker but i'm just saying you know okay but did you see that meme that's been circulating that like Meghan markle and harry were uh introduced on a blind date by one of her friends and how like this is such bullshit. Like, what is wrong with my friends? Like, I can't even, <laughs> like, get it together, people. Like, yeah. that was a blind date. Get out. How do you I even know. go on a blind date with friends? Like, what? I have some questions about this because when they were asked which friend it was in an interview, they wouldn't say. Mm. So, is it a real friend or is there a royal man? It's probably like a celebrity matchmaker happening. I bet you the royal family was like, enough of this boy. It's time to settle down. <laughs> but also, uh, I want to bitch about that. Like, I want to bitch about the fact that, like, allegedly someone ha- is mutual friends with celebrities and royalty and is just setting them up. And why the hell don't I have friends like that? Elizabeth, I'm going to need you to become friendly with the royal family for me and find me some. On it, cousin, some duke of some shit. I don't give. I don't care. I, I, I am on it. I'm gonna get on the next plane to London (laughs) or wherever the hell. It's like I'm here. We're ready to make friends. I've got a friend named. Who do you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like anything is possible, right? If yesterday taught us nothing, it should be that dreams do come true. And anything really can happen. Americans can marry royalty. You're welcome. Real, and the world can be magic. True. Yeah, I like that. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. A good one. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, hey, I have another question for you. 
Yeah, let's hear it. Right along. Um, this is a topic you and I like to bond over a lot. And so I'm curious. I don't oh, think yeah. it, I've even ever asked you this, but I'm glad it's on our list of intro questions. Um, but what is your favorite beauty product? Ooh. This one's going to be hard for me, too. I love all the beauty products. Uh-huh. For different reasons. Like, can I just say that anything that clears up my acne is my favorite? Because if there was not a line of very expensive acne skincare... I would be in a world of trouble. I'm perpetually broke, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, acne products, but those don't really feel, those. that feels like just, you know, maintenance, like getting your oil changed on your car. That's not really like a beauty product in my mind. It definitely makes me more beautiful because acne is no joke. Um, What do you consider beauty products on like makeup in particular? I guess that's what I'm kind of thinking. I, I mean, I feel like it should all count, right? Like I, I want all the products. Um, I really, really love concealer. Yes. Did you say something? I did. I'm sorry. I recognize I tend to do that. Um, I said, cause the beauty industry is really broad. So when you talk about like beauty and beauty products, it could be like anything. It could be like hair care even. Yeah. Yeah. True story. Um, I guess I think of face when I think of beauty. Okay, fair. Um, because have you seen my face? It's beautiful. If that's what you mean. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love though, like you know, foundation. I love eyeshadow. Will always be my long lost love. Um, in high school, I was all about the glitter eyeliner. Mm. Could not get enough of it. They came in these pencils. I had a light blue glitter eyeliner that I just couldn't quit. And now I still like, you know, like a royal blue, speaking of royalty, eyeliner is one of my favorite things. Or like a eggplant purple eyeliner. Yeah. Well, colorful eyeliners are in right now, as are as is glitter everything. It's, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Some of the 90s need to stay in the 90s. Yeah, but we've come full circle. For better. Totally. How about you? What's your favorite beauty product or product? Also a really tough question for me. I, I feel like for all of these questions, I'm going to be annoying and not have a single answer. Um, so like you, um, I love everything. This is where like most of my money goes. Um, so I'm currently obsessed with, so I brought up hair care because I just got my hair cut, but I have like kind of weird texture hair. Like it's curly, but it's not like the, the curls change like it's very it's it's weird so I'm currently obsessed with um this brand called way um by Jen Atkins she's like a celebrity hairstylist I know her yeah love love her stuff so she's got this wave spray that I really like um and the like hair oil I really like so I'm currently like enjoying her stuff but beauty oh god I'm looking at my my like medicine cabinet right now and it is you've seen it it's bonkers um, I think, uh, I'm a big fan of face masks. I love to do face masks regularly, partially also have, um, like breakout prone skin and a little, I've got like, you know, oily T-zone, all that. Um, but I would say like, if I was forced to like in a fire, grab some pieces of makeup, um, like even on days when I want to do like a bare face, I go for mascara and lip back. um, and like concealer, of course, because, of the breakout thing as I mentioned but um 
I feel like mascara like helps your eyes pop, makes them look a little bit more engaging, wider. And then lipstick's just fun. Like I feel, if I've got like a bold lip on, I feel more powerful. I feel like more like a bad bitch, you know? Like I, I actually really enjoy like a good statement lip. Um, are, are you wearing lipstick right now? I am. I, uh, right before we got on, I was going through um and I'm like one of those like little you know like the makeup bags you get as like samples of them sometimes I had I have a bunch of them but I had one in my cl- closet and I was like what is in here and I opened it and there was like six lipsticks that I'd forgotten oh, I and I found super bright color pop uh lipstick that is this like hot pink orange color um and it's like a matte lipstick, like a liquid lip that turns matte. I don't typically love that formula because I feel like it pills and it doesn't always go on super evenly. Um, but the color is awesome. It's like so summery. And I got some color today while I was outside, making me look really tan. And what brand is it that you're wearing? Um, it's ColourPop. It's, I got this, I think, like last spring. It was a collaboration between Alexis Wren. You know, I think I liked it because we have the same name. Uh, and ColourPop. It's an ultra matte lips. Oh, fun. So I yeah. think we need to post some selfies on our Instagram after this with our lipstick. Because I put on lipstick when I was talking to you right before this because you told me you were wearing lipstick and I couldn't miss out on the fun. Uh, so I think we need some some selfies on our Instagram maybe. Uh, in the, did you, did I? I don't know. I dropped my, I dropped my headset, you know. Okay. Being oh, the graceful person I am. <laughs> These things like recording live is like, this is fun, but it's also like, I get a little anxious. Um, cause like, uh oh, especially if I say something in the middle of the episode when we've got like 20 minutes of, like, <laughs> I say something fucked up. Yeah. But we are live and uncensored. Um, cool. So, uh, do you want to talk about movies? I don't even know how to, that one. I honestly don't think I could answer. Well, Your favorite that, movie? Yeah, I, 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 I probably could. We could try it. Do you want to tell me about your favorite movie? Oh, sure. Well, I have like, so favorite cartoon for me is The Little Mermaid. Um, are we doing Disney movies in particular? For cartoons, yes. Oh, favorite. Okay. but like my favorite movie to watch like that favorite movie from my childhood my favorite okay. movie like that I've been watching for the last 10 years is you've got mail oh. not you it's not you've got mail I just lied I just lied that just came out I do like you've got mail but it's um <laughs> while you were sleeping while you were that's a good one I know I love check flex but so is you've got mail um I this is definitely not my favorite movie, but it reminds me of like the like romantic comedies. Is um is it Notting Hill with mm-hmm. Julia Roberts? So my favorite is in the scene where he's trying to climb the fence and he keeps falling and going oopsie daisies, oopsie daisies, <laughs> um, and she's making uh, fun of him and she's laughing at him because it's like it's I mean right it's it's funny because oopsie daisies is like such a funny thing to hear, but also like it's funny to think. And this is fucked up, so, like, full disclosure, because it's, like, a little emasculating, right? Like, he's trying so hard to, like, impress her, and he keeps falling, and all he can say is, oopsie daisy. Right. Um, which is ridiculous, but it's also, I think, an adorable and totally endearing scene, because, like, I don't know. 
his masculinity is not the issue. It's like he's being charming and himself. And oopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy, a plane just flew over your house. FYI. Yes. That was pretty damn bad. Maybe we should tell people you live by an airport. Are you there? Alexis? Speaking of thinking you lost people, where'd you go? Says we're connected. Awkward silence as I try. Did I lose you again? Yes, you went like completely silent. I was like starting to panic and I just texted you. I was about ready to hit it and recording. That's so weird. I I don't know what's going on. Okay. Um, If it happens again, we'll maybe start over or something. Um, Okay. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, do you want to know about my movies? Yeah. Um, Are, it was, since you brought it up, um, my favorite Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast. Um, I always loved Belle. I was like, I like totally resonated with her. I like wanted a bigger, better life and a library. And like when I was young, even still, I was like a voracious reader, like, you know, anything I could get my hands on. So I like really resonated with her. Um, but <laughs> so this is a little goofy. I think I'm like, honestly at a bit of a loss. Cause I, I like a lot of movies and I feel like I've seen a lot of great movies recently. Um, I recently saw a wrinkle in time and it made me cry. Mm. Um, Cause it was just like lovely and magical and whimsical and like all the things you want in a movie. Um, it wasn't my favorite movie, but it was delightful. Um, but <laughs> okay. This is me revealing myself to be a nerd. My favorite movies though flawed and any like true nerd would probably agree would be Lord of the Rings. Um, really? I love Lord of the Rings. Yes. So, like I read, I, I read the books when I was young and saw the films in high school when they came out, like in theaters and was obsessed and saw them so many times. I literally can recite the entire trilogy verbatim. Um, and it's like Whoa. actually friends will watch it with me and they're like can you just shut up because you like we want to watch the movie we don't need you to be reciting this movie to us which I get but also like yeah the big fan of Lord of the Rings um, so, and like yeah. I have a question do you like it more uh-huh. than you like Harry Potter yes so I think both film adaptations of both books are problematic in their own way um but yeah I saw so I didn't see the Harry Potter movies like when they came out I waited I was older I had read Harry Potter as a kid like and I have such I'm actually reading it right now I'm almost just like almost done with the sixth book um such strong memories of the stories and like I used to get them every summer at camp my grandma would go and she would wait at uh Borders Books like with all of the kids and the teenagers like in line so she could get it like the day it came out and would ship it up to me at camp and I was always one of the first people at camp to get these books and like would like oh my god would read through them like wouldn't put these fucking things down um and it's just like such a big part of my childhood that I was like really reticent to watch the film I was like I don't know like what if it's bad and then I watched it when I was older and I didn't love it um like it's 
cute, but like, no, like, yeah, for me, it just didn't have the same power and magic, but Lord of the Rings, I felt like was also just like a better produced movie. Like the CGI was good. And like, there was more of the, like, I feel like the Harry Potter movies left out so much of the character Mm -hmm. development that like the books are really intentional about. Whereas like Lord of the Rings is good for like awesome battle sequences and like sweeping vistas, you know, like the cinematography and all the stuff, like it's filmed in New Zealand, that place is magic. Like, you know, it's, they're not the same to me, but yeah, I, I definitely like it better than the Harry Potter movies. I wonder if I would like the Lord of the Rings. So com- confession, I've never read the books. I saw okay. the second tower theater with a bunch of friends that were big Lord of the Rings fans when I was like, 19 or 20 because I'm older than you and I fell asleep (laughs) okay so I actually have no idea what happened and I feel like I might we are both avid readers that's something else we have in common and I wonder though if I like went back and read all the books and then watched it if I would be into it I mean maybe I think you know a lot of people have problems with like Peter Jackson's adaptation this is where you see me becoming a nerd um, you know, and it, it definitely like, like all adaptations, like it deviates from the books. Um, I just think it's like a beautiful, like it's a beautifully made trilogy. And like, I, I, I didn't count him among my celebrity crushes, but especially when I was like 16, Orlando Bloom just did it for me <laughs> and him as Legolas, like, cool boy. Uh, and so I don't, yeah, I mean, I would say like, you could go back and read it. You should go back and read it just because they're amazing and like really interesting stories. But, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know that it would make the films better for you. I think the films mm-hmm. are okay. Standalone. Uh, so since we both like to read so much, I'm curious what your favorite book is or like serious is Lord of the Rings it or something else. No. So actually my favorite book of all time is 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Um, I read it in college for this Latin American studies class and it just like changed my life. It's just like, just, it's like this magical realism, like beautiful, tragic story. Um, So I would say like, that's my number one. I haven't read it in years. I'm on this kick of like rereading favorites right now. So I'm currently doing Harry Potter, so I would say uh, 100 Years of Solitude is, like, my number one favorite book of all time, and then the Harry Potter series, right, like, will always have a special place. Mm, Totally. Yeah. They're very different, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I never read Harry Potter until um, just a few years ago when I was living in Alaska, I wanted um, a new series to read and I had never read it. And I was like, I'm reading Harry Potter. And I didn't expect to get into it as much as I did. It's a great, it's like, you know, it's, people are always like J.K. Rowling's like not that good of a writer. Okay, like whatever, but it's not about the writing itself, right? Like for a story like that, it's about the story, Mm -hmm. Um, which like, still resonates and like now right now especially like I went back to reread it because frankly after the election I started reading like all of the horrible books right like 1984 and like uh the plot against America by Philip Roth and was just like what the fuck am I doing why am I reading books about fascism when we just elected a fascist this is like the opposite of what I need I need like 
goodness to win. And so I actually stopped reading 1984. I couldn't do it. It was too much. Um, and picked up Harry Potter and was like, I need, I need the boy who lived. Like I need the story about like the chosen one. You know what I mean? Like, and I needed an escape. And so like Harry Potter presents that. Which 100%. I love. I love going back and rereading favorite books. Cause it always feels to me like going home. Yes. Yes. There's something, especially like when you haven't read them in a long time or you read them as a kid and they were pivotal. It's like, go back and revisit an old friend. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so are we doing, are we still on questions? Should we still do some questions? Sure. I think the next question, which I love because I've thought a lot about this. We're okay. So we're both organizers, right? We're all about social justice. Uh, um, I'm saying this is a blanket statement for us. Um, and so the next question is, what would you do if you came into money? Oh God. Okay. Oh God. I'm going to let you go first because I'm afraid <laughs> that mine is going to be like really selfish and shitty. So I want to hear okay. your answer before I answer. So I think about this when I buy a lot of tickets, I have a deal with one of my besties, Dylan, that if we win the lotto or when we win the lottery, we are like we text each other first of all we both buy lotto tickets and our deal is we'll split it if we win it um and one of the first things we'll do is go to las vegas to see celine dion um, <laughs> <laughs> we yes, both think- i forgot you love celine dion <laughs> i do we both think celine dion is like she's just it you know she's beautiful she is strong (laughs) she's the most amazing i love to stand in the middle of my apartment and belt out celine dion with my arms i'm so here for that oh Oh. my god yeah so first you know first that's the thing but then there's a i have a whole long list that comes after that first thing let's hear it okay so um i think i would probably keep working um but I so I grew up in a household that had lots of medical bills and so for me I think you know um I really like the idea of the year of jubilee so I would like I tell I always tell my dad like he could retire from his job and he can run my foundation of like picking people's medical bills to pay off and like you know myself and all my friends have student loans like what would life look like if you didn't have any more student loans or if you didn't have that one massive medical bill or 20 massive medical bills hanging over your head? So I love to think of like, I, I hate that money is something that can change people's lives. But if you've struggled financially because of things like, you know, uh, school debt or medical bills, you know, like not having to pay for that, whatever the thing is would be huge. So I love to think of that. I love to think of like, what would it look like to buy my brothers both houses and make sure like all of the people that I love were taken? I love that. You are a way better person than I am. My <laughs> answers were going to be hella selfish. Uh, Let's hear them. Yeah, no, hear I'm totally willing to share them, but just, um, you know, go easy on the judgment. Um, so yeah, I mean like there's a part of me that like totally would, especially like if it's a lot of money, you know, like if we're talking, like a million dollars, I think I'd be inclined to definitely be more selfish than if it was like a hundred million dollars. Cause like who the fuck needs a hundred million dollars? Um, in which case, right. like I would definitely do a lot more like giving it away and paying things off for people. But, um, frankly, I think the first thing I would do is pay off my existing debt 
and send myself on like a trip around the world. Um, Ooh, I yeah, that. right. I mean, like, there's so much I want to see and so much I want to do. And like, you have to have money, you have to be privileged in order to like, you know, people are always like, you can travel on a budget, but like, come on, you know, like, you can't actually like, you still have to pay for airfare, you still have to pay for food and lodging, like, to be able to do that is like, a pretty huge privilege, especially if it like means walking away from work or whatever. So I would do that. Um, and then I would buy myself a farm and turn it into an animal sanctuary, uh, slash dog rescue and open a B and B where like I could run this charming B and B with a nice little garden and a pond and like horse riding trails and like all the animals that would live on this farm would be like available for adoption or would just be like living at this place as a sanctuary. So people could like, come and stay for a weekend and adopt a doggo um I love ultimate that. dream honestly like every if, you know whenever people are asked like what would you if you could do anything what would you do that's my answer is like I want to live on just like a charming piece of land like somewhere in the hills you know like I have this picture in my head of what it would be like and it would just be like a delight um but I would do something like like ultimately with animals um and I like the idea of like being able to open space up to other people like if and when I want to um and you know like having space on the property that like could be used for organizing or for retreats and things like that so um if I had money that's what I would that's what I would do I love that and just so you know whenever I think of coming into money it's always in the hundreds of millions because the only way I'm coming into any money is if I is win the lottery. Home. You go big or go home. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I'm suddenly going to have one million dollars. It's like I'm going to have 250 or I'm going to have. Yeah. Money. I like that. Um, and if that happened I would just buy a bunch of houses all over the place and then would start donating like crazy. Yeah. Well I think like you know I'm sure that I don't know. Money is such a weird thing because, like, we work in the nonprofit, and like, I don't do what I do because I want to be like, I do what I do because it, it's a calling. But like, yeah. the, the the amount of money that I make is a little bit of an issue because it's not enough. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, I feel like as organizers, especially when we're like invested and in our communities, we see like both the best and worst of our communities, and so like. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just thinking about, like, what, like, certain, like, super small organizations could do if they were properly funded, you know, like, if they were properly staffed, like, full benefits and competitive salaries and, like, you know, like, think of all the good that could be done if anyone could become an organizer, like, even just being an organizer, like, you know, being able to choose something that doesn't pay super well, it's, yeah, it's a sacrifice, but it's also a little bit of a privilege, like, you know. Totally. And so I think that, like, that's for sure, like, if, especially thinking about, like, given what we see and what we know, like, being able to say, like, you know, distribution of wealth, especially when you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, the amount of good that money could do is staggering. And then you think of, like, how many people have access to capital like that. It's, like, you know, not a whole number, not a whole lot of people, but, like, people have that kind of money in this world and they just fucking sit on it and that's right shameful. yeah i mean you can't take it with you so yeah. Ugh. I know. it's 
pretty gross. It is. It's just, it confuses me too. It's just like, to what end? Like, and then what? You know, like, you have all this money, you you live a glamorous, like, amazing life, but, the, you know, okay, have you done enough? Have you done anything that you can truly be proud of? And I, I think if it was me with a hundred million dollars, I'd want to be able to confidently say yes. Right. Right. Well, and I feel like it would get, life would get lonely. Like, uh-huh. I feel like that sort of money would, unless you were investing it in community, um, it would just be awkward and lonely. Like, Hella isolating, right? Like, yeah. You know, when you live in a gated community and, <laughs> like, you have shit delivered to you and you fly on private jets and just, like, everything about that life feels really isolating to me. Yeah. Um, do you like Amy Schumer? I can't remember. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> so you probably didn't see I Feel Pretty. I, you, don't get me started on that movie. Um, okay. I mean, we can and probably should talk about it, but I should collect my thoughts on it first. Um, no, I think Amy Schumer is a bit problematic. Oh, uh, well, can we, we don't have to talk about that today or we can't talk about the day. I'm super curious. Um, but we can talk about other things too. Like what your big biggest pet peeve is. Oh girl. Um, okay. So I have, a, I have, this is another one. I have a lot of pet peeves, um, but I would say I've got two. One is petty as fuck. Um, and it really like, it used to bother me a lot more when I was younger, but it still bothers me. And my parents think it's ridiculous. And that is, do you know when you ask a kid, like, how old are you? And they're like six and three quarters. And you're like, cool. So you're six. And they're like, no, and three quarters. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. That's not how that, no, you're six. Um, that for whatever reason pisses me off. And I don't know it has forever. My parents are like, there's something wrong with you because nobody should be that annoyed by like, a child wanting to feel older. And I don't know if it's that I'm like, enjoy your youth, <laughs> like don't round up. Or if it's like, just, okay, just say how old you are. I didn't ask like by the month how old you are. I don't know what it is about it that bothers me. But so that's one, that's my petty one. And the other is bad drivers. Oh my God, we could do a whole episode about this shit because Minnesota drivers are the fucking worst. Like. I grew up on the East Coast. I learned to drive in New York. My parents taught me to drive backwards before they taught me to drive forwards. I used to, like, drive my dad's box truck around Manhattan. So, like, I'm a good-ass driver. And I got to tell you, Minnesota needs to get their shit together or just we need to, like, put a moratorium on driving because (laughs) Minnesota drivers are nightmare people and they're so bad at it and it makes me – it's, like, crazy-making. You can see St. Louis drivers. They're everywhere. Like Massachusetts drivers are terrible too. Like Texas has terrible drivers. Florida's got really shitty drivers. Like Indiana had bad. Everywhere I've been, basically, everyone who's not me is a shitty driver. <laughs> I well, I think I'm a good driver. Some people may disagree with that. Um, is- we won't invite those people on the show. Yes. No. Um, I think that people in Chicago are good drivers. That's good. I've never driven. Chicago. Really. Yeah, it they because they know what they're doing. Chicago drivers will let you in, and they know how to be just the amount, right, uh, right amount of like Midwest nice and aggressive driver at the same time. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. And it just like has a it has a vibe to it. 
driving in Chicago. I lived in Chicago for like six or seven years. Uh, driving in St. Louis, I'm like, what the hell are these people doing? I can't read the other drivers. I feel like they've never driven before. It's their very first day driving. They can't figure out how to stay in their own lane or how to merge or anything. Oh my God. Um, the worst. Yeah. The worst. So uh, Apart from other drivers. I've had the same pet peeve my entire life, which is my biggest pet peeve, which is people who pick their nose in public. <laughs> I think it is the most disgusting thing. Can you not find a Kleenex? And you think I'm going to shake your hand or watch you eat lunch? I once worked with a man and I saw him eat a booger one day. In no, you did. no, I you did. I did too. He was a like a 62 years man. old. A grown ass man. A grown ass man. I sat in my cubicle and gagged. I was 19 years old. I was a receptionist. He was a salesman. I about died and I could never look at him the same the other way. Right? I can't. I'm telling you the truth. So I think people who pick their noses in public should probably just go die a long, miserable death somewhere. (laughs) Dang. I'm I'm here for the social justice, but not for the nose picking. (laughs) No justice for nose pickers. Got it. None. None. Get out of my life. Yeah. So that's probably my biggest pet peeve. I feel like I have lots of, like, probably stupid pet peeves. Like, I don't... Just generally, I don't enjoy people who are braggadocious. Um, yeah. Or like, you know, that cocky sort of person that you just want to, like, watch trip once so they can come down to earth. <laughs> Take them down a peg a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is when, like, the mean side of Elizabeth comes out because there are some no, things. Right? Yeah. I like, no, I, I, I like real true. people who I can relate to. And if you've ever watched me walk, I trip about every 10 steps. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's true. I'm trying to think of the last time I walked with you. Um I don't like yeah, I have a lot of pet peeves too. I feel like there is no shortage, right? Like and half the time I don't think about pet peeves until they're happening and then I'm like, what in the fuck? Um like people who don't say thank you, I feel like I I'm really I know one that I'm really bad at that really bothers other people so like I want to cop to it publicly right here right now and I actually did it to you earlier where I talk over people and it is infuriating I like interrupt without even like realizing that I'm interrupting Um, and when it happens to me it makes me really mad but I do it to people all the time (laughs) can I talk well, I, and I didn't mind that you did it to me earlier. The only thing is, I think on this um, app that we're, we're recording on, if we both talk at the same time, it like mutes us both out or something. Does it really? I, I think so, because I couldn't actually hear what you were saying. You said something earlier and like I could hear myself, but I couldn't hear you. Oh, so that Weird. was my, my issue. It wasn't actually that you were talking because I actually wanted to know what you were saying. Like, it doesn't, I, I think especially because it's you and I, we're generally on the same wavelength, it doesn't bother me like if it were someone else. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, that's good to know. I will try to be more cognizant. It's hard when you're on the phone to like anticipate when someone's going to say something. So, mm-hmm. but, um, the other big pet peeve I have, and I don't know if this is even a pet peeve or just like, things about people's character that bothers me um, are people who like invalidate others. Like 
you know, if you're going through something and like you want to feel heard or supported or, you know, you're having an experience that's really real to you, like I hate feeling invalidated. Like there are a yeah. few things that feel as shitty as that. And so like that's something that like when people do it to me, I become like very aware. Like, yes, I just get really angry. I don't even know. I don't think that counts as a pet peeve, but. I think it does. It's a real one. I I share that pet peeve. Uh, and I would add to it that like when people offered me advice that I haven't asked for, it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. That's or a rule like, of the podcast. Yeah. We don't want your advice. <laughs> well, it's right. Isn't it like we ask, do you want to just yeah. vent or do you want like, a, do you want to think through strategies or something around this? Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's the idea. Uh, we haven't had anyone on here yet to um, bitch with us, but I think that should be like, I have a number of girlfriends that will call me and just say, Hey, like, can I bitch for a second? And I, the answer is always yes. Unless like I'm right in the middle of something, I'll have to call them back. And I think mm-hmm. that's the number one rule, rule to bitching is that you got to speak your piece without anyone, you know, interrupting you or correcting you or like, giving advice because there's something very cathartic in letting out whatever it is that's, that's gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's healthy. Yeah. You I need so. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Anyways, um, this is like, we, Hey, we just did it. Getting to know you, getting to know yes. all about you. Should we be singing this? Getting to know you. <laughs> I mean, not that anyone wants to hear me sing, but like that's what came to mind. Uh, well, because you knew exactly what I was thinking of. The key, uh-huh. of course. I'm getting to know all about you, and that's the next lyric of that song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should move, because are we at the end? Um, I mean, it's 40 minutes. We're 40 minutes in. I know. That's We're pretty impressive. So fascinating. <laughs> We're amazing. Who knew we could talk? Well, <laughs> <laughs> who knew we could talk this long, but bitch, we did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, well, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to tell me about your weekend? Uh, yeah, but I feel like we should do it in a different podcast. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, it is the end of the weekend. So would you want to do a second podcast? Maybe not. I went camping. That's my weekend. How was your weekend? <laughs> what? That sounds so nice. You know, I don't like the outdoors, though. So it was good. Um, I like my, my coworker in Sierra Club land does this cabin restoration project at a state park twice a year, once in the spring, once in the fall. And I go up and I cook for it, which I love. Um, I'm terrified of snakes and bugs. So like being outside is hard for me. (laughs) Yeah. Outdoor is not your place if you're afraid of bugs. (laughs) Yeah. How about you? What did you do this weekend? Um, I didn't do much, actually. I've been a bit in my feels, you know. Um, I'm in a weird place in my life right now. So I decided I just needed a weekend for and by myself of just, like, whatever I felt like doing. So um, I spent a lot of time reading and journaling, which has been really, really nice. Um, I took a bath. I did a face mask. Um, today I went to um minnesota united football club soccer game so the major league soccer team from minnesota i saw them play which was nice the weather's been gorgeous um 
yeah, just sort of taking it easy, you know, like I, and I watched the royal wedding and then cried because I was jealous of all the people that get to be in love. Um, <laughs> so I was like, you know, uh, one of those types of weekends where I just like, I want time to reconnect with myself intentionally. That's important. Love. It is. And I, you know, I don't, I've, I've been spending a lot of time doing things like that, but it's always nice to be like, I'm choosing to do this as opposed to like finding myself in that position, you know, of like, mm. oh, I have no plans versus like, I am not making plans, you know? Yeah. Big difference. Big difference. So yeah, coming down off of a pretty nice weekend of quiet. Important. I don't know what you just said. Sit back to the grind tomorrow or Bug. something. Ugh. Uh, Ugh is right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yep. Wow. So now we're at 45. <laughs> even further. Yeah. Uh, moo, did you just moo at me? Because yes. that is our... So are, have we agreed that that is our sign-off sound? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it should be. Okay, I'm I'm here for that. Do we want to play the noise in the background, or do we just want to moo ourselves out? Let's try to moo ourselves out, and then I'll try to figure out the technology. But technology is hard. All right, I support that. I like how I don't know where the fuck this came from. I think it was just random last time, but here we are. We're doing it again. Okay. All right. Well, on the count of three, uh, enjoy your morning, bitches, uh, and moo. moo.